The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son. And he named him Jesus, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Good morning. Let us pray. Holy God, help us to be caring, sensitive, faithful people who work together to bring out the best in one another, to live out your grace in action. Amen. Last week, I went to Sedona to help my mom, who had had a total knee replacement. I flew between two waves of the winter storm. We hit some turbulence as we descended into Phoenix, and our little row with three full-size men in it bumped and swayed off of each other like we were on a roller coaster ride. It was fun. My mom was doing well after her surgery when I got there, and I enjoyed helping to take care of her with my dad for a few days. My aunt left when I got there. My sister came when I got time to leave. And our neighbors, the Trouts, brought over lots of delicious food. Caring, sensitive people work together to bring out the best in one another. You could call it grace in action. The second wave of the storm came down on us and snowed for another day, followed by icy cold temperatures. I like reading during my downtime, and there is an author that I've been meaning to read for some time, my grandma, Jean Nielsen. 
she published 13 novels. So I asked my mom, who should, what should, which book should I read? And she said, read this one, Walk Under the Trees, published in 1958 by Funk and Wangles in New York for $2.95. This book is 64 years old, but it's still incredibly relevant. I'm just going to read to you a very short passage. The opening lines of the book go like this. Measles. Only measles, mother said with a relieved sigh. Gwyn, dear, we should have suspected as much right away instead of imagining that you had some rare virus. My, it's such a load off my mind. Still, what young people are going through today. In this story, a young woman who just graduated high school gets measles. She would have been the valedictorian and given the speech, but she couldn't. All of her plans got put on pause. So she runs away to southern Arizona to live with her aunt and uncle at a truck stop. While she's there, she's originally from the Pacific Northwest, first time ever in the desert. She gets pulled into the community life of the small town and learns how in a small town like this, caring, sensitive, and faithful people band together to bring out the best in one another. You could call it Grace in Action. It's a, it's a coming-of-age novel. One of the things Gwen has to deal with when she's down there, the lead character, is another young woman who's a bully. She bullies her. And at first, she really struggles with this. And, you know, it's amazing how often people have to deal with bullies. Even kings, like King Ahaz in our reading this morning from Isaiah. Thank you, Kevin, for reading. King Ahaz was also, even though he was the king, he was kind of getting bullied. Two other kings were threatening war with him, and of course there was dissension among his ranks. And just as he's feeling snowed under by all of this, Isaiah comes to him, what we read, and, and, and actually God comes to Ahaz first and says, I have a word for you. Would you like to hear it? And Ahaz says, no. His pride gets in the way of having faith. So Isaiah says, whether you want to hear it or not, I'm going to give you a word from the Lord. A child will be born, and this child will rule with justice and will have wisdom. Leadership isn't just about being exceptional. Maybe it's not about being exceptional at all. Maybe leadership is about being faithful sticking around and just doing what's right. One of the things we know about Ahaz's son, Hezekiah, was that he rediscovered the Torah, the law of the Lord. And if you can believe it, the, the king and the leadership of Israel had gotten away from even using God's law in their day-to-day -day affairs. So Hezekiah was a reformer bringing this about. So when we think about Isaiah, the prophet's words about a child to be born, could it mean Jesus? Could it mean Hezekiah? Or could it even mean us? And the job God has called us to do to be faithful leaders.
when I think about being a faithful leader, I also think about Joseph. Joseph, like we read this morning in the gospel, was engaged to Mary. Okay, they're engaged. They're not living together. And then Mary is found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. Oops. So Joseph was going to dismiss her quietly because he was a righteous man. But before he could do so, the angel comes to him in the night and says, hey, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For this child will save the people from their sins. No pressure at all for Joseph, right? Some people today say they have a hard time believing in the virgin birth. Imagine how Joseph felt. Joseph and Mary today are regarded as saints. What did Joseph do that was so saintly? He was faithful. He stuck around, and he did his best to create a positive environment to raise Jesus in. But it takes a village to raise a child. We can all be like Joseph and Mary. We can, together, be caring and sensitive people who band together to bring out the best in one another grace in action. It was so important for Joseph to stick around because he was the descendant of King David. It was through Joseph that Jesus is considered a descendant of David too and part of the royal lineage. It's not about flesh and blood. It's about spirit. That is why through our baptism, we each become heirs and part of that same royal lineage and priesthood with Jesus. Jesus shares his nobility and divinity with us. And we share the burden of Joseph and Mary. We are called to be caring, sensitive, faithful people who work together to bring out best in one another, grace in action. It wasn't long after Sherry and I got married that she became pregnant some 14 years ago. 14 years ago, a long time ago, don't you think? We were living in Laguna Hills at the time. And I went to go get my hair cut after I found out that Sherry was pregnant. I didn't know what else to do. Might as well go get a haircut. And I went to the same barber that cut my hair before our wedding. And he asked how everything was going as newlyweds. And I said, well, my wife's pregnant. And he had a good chuckle. He himself was a family man. I might have said something like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a father. Kind of enjoyed the whole two incomes, no kids lifestyle. And he said, let me tell you something. You're never ready. We 
are never fully ready for the responsibilities we are given. But with God's help, together, we are caring, sensitive, faithful people who bring out the best in each other. It's grace in action. Amen.